Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. On today's episode, we talk about Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Kylie, hi. I made an egregious error in the parking lot after the movie. Why? It's not Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu. It's just Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Cool. There's no colon there. It's just one, it's one thing. It's all there. It's one sentence. Yeah, one sentence. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. The movie. The movie. Part two. Mm? Part six. Part oon? Part 4K plus. Oh, okay. Great. Are you going to get this in 4K? Are you going to get a a 4K TV with a 4K Blu-ray player? Just to watch this in 4K? No. Okay. I will not. I was just curious. I mean, if you you gotta get the full home experience. Man, that, that's a good detective. He's a good detective. He's a good detective. Yeah. The greatest Pokemon detective there is. <laughs> does, he, does he actually have the best skill set to be a detective? Pikachu? Yeah. Or this Pikachu specifically. Well, we'll talk about why that Pikachu specifically does, but like, Pikachus in general, which one makes the best, or like, which Pokemon makes the best detective? Haunter. Why Haunter? He means go through walls. (laughs) Okay. And like, I don't know, I feel like that would be nice instead of having to like, sneak around, you could just like, go through a wall and then like, come back and, like, find okay. all your clues. So if, like, you're like, oh, we gotta go to this warehouse, and you don't have a key or anything, you just go through the wall. <laughs> okay, so I hear you on the physical traits of that as positive. Uh-huh. I need some help on my answer to this question. Yeah. Though. What is the most analytical Pokemon? Like, what Pokemon thinks, thinks? critically about things the most? Um... Well, not Squirtles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not squirrels. Squirrels don't strategize. Squirrels don't strategize. The one that thinks the most... Mewtwo. Great. Detective <laughs> Mewtwo. Great. <laughs> you mean the one that can... Talk? Meowth. <laughs> the one that can... I mean... <laughs> um... The most critical analysis... So I'll take out legendaries for a minute. Okay. Because legendaries, like, all of them can talk. Except yeah. for, like, the birds. Oh, poor birds. I know. Um, the most critical thinkers... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Josh. <laughs> Polyworld. A polywhirl. Yeah. Great, great. Or a poly... Polywag, polywhirl. Oh, man. I'm gonna go with a polywhirl, because it seems to be the Pokemon that has the most critical analysis skills. See? There you go. You can think about things. You can be like, I can... I can, like, take these clues that I found. There's clues. There's clues everywhere. Don't step on the clues. But he doesn't have Pika clues. Oh, Pika clues are the best clues. Yeah. He could have a, a he could have a Pikachu partner. He'll be the he'll be the 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 home the Watson to his homes. Snubble's also a good one. Is it because he always looks angry, but he's not? No. Perpetual bad cop. <laughs> the first time Snubble's introduced is in a Pokemon Short, and Snubble's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like Charizard gets stuck in a thing because Charizard was so boastful. Like, because they're all on a vacation, so they're at a playground. It's just the Pokemon. Yeah. 
Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> so the okay, Pokemon so the short themselves. Is, the short is on is called Pikachu's Vacation. Okay. And they go to like this like Pokemon only playground, right? Uh-huh. And so the group of Misty, Brock, and Ash's Pokemon all get together. Okay. And they're hanging out, and right. then a different Pokemon trainer's Pokemon are in another group. The Droogs, as I'll call them. Okay. And then they, like, make Togepi cry, and Togepi's a baby Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And so Pikachu's not having any of that. After a while, Pikachu tries to keep the peace, but then I think that once Togepi cries, he's like, nah. So then they have a series of mini competitions. And one of them wakes up Charizard, because Charizard's not involved in this, because it's just the little Pokemon who are, like, interested in all of this. Uh-huh. So they're trying to... So Charizard gets in the middle of it, and then it's the middle of a race, and he gets his head stuck in, like, a tube that the Pokemon were playing with. And he's trying to get his head out. And so all of the Pokemon that we know, our friends, they're trying to pull Charizard out, right? Because they're good Pokemon. They're good friends. Okay. And then the other pe- the other trainer's Pokemon, and there's no talking throughout this entire so thing. So they're all just saying their names? Yeah. And they're and like, Pika Pika! <laughs> Snubble! Yeah, that's the great thing about them, is that we understand their emotions without needing words. I mean, you have words. Anyways, so... <laughs> What they then do is that the other team joins in. Oh no, Snubble to- joins, in, to- joins in. It's actually Cubone that we're trying to get. Anyway, okay, Snubble. Okay. <laughs> oh, so this whole story was for nothing. But Snubble's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, my whole thing during all of that was like, are they talking? Or is this like Star Wars Christmas special where they're just like making sounds? Pika Pika! You okay. should watch it. I'm gonna. I'll find it for you. I will. I will it. gladly watch it. I have as since I have seen. Listen, has <laughs> been a real introduction into the world of Pikachu for Josh. Everybody. So the after this, we recorded before this, and, uh, th- and then since then, it's just been a real like. Let's do it. Let's watch some Pokemon. Let's get down. I'm three episodes into the cartoon series, uh, Indigo. Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, fine. Two and a half ish. I've seen the detective. I have. Uh, I'm, I'm doing some research. You played the game for a minute. I played the game for a hot second. I considered <laughs> downloading it. Welcome to the club. Because <laughs> I'm. Like, I feel I, like you would be like, I'm gonna not be team mystic. You're gonna go against the grain. Wait, that's that's the one you are. Yeah. Can I? What if I like start out with a team? And then I'm like, nah, forget this team. I want to go over here. Yeah, it's 1,000 Pokecoins, and you have you can only do it once a year. Okay, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess there's a way. <laughs> of course there is. You just need the medallion. Why can't I just, like, make that choice myself? Josh, it's kind of hard to swear your allegiance to something and then just suddenly change. I mean, fair. Getting citizenship takes okay, a while. Okay, okay, but I feel like... Like, as a noob, I'm going to download this game, uh-huh. and, like, the first thing it's going to be like is, how do you want to define yourself forever? You have five levels to figure that out. Oh. Does it explain what these levels are? What the mystic and the... Yeah. All of them the are? The trainers meet with you, and they tell you... Or the little team leaders, and they okay. tell you what they're about. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Okay. That's what Harry Potter does. You walk into the castle and you're split up. I don't assume everything is as great as Harry Potter, okay? <laughs> also, also in that world, 
indoctrinated with it since you're a child, so you can't have your own opinion. Not unless you're Harry Potter or Hermione Granger. Yeah, but there was a magic hat that helped him out. <laughs> and Hermione knew everything. She read things. Uh, yeah, eventually, when she was 11. No, she had read Hogwarts of History before she came. Yeah, when she got her acceptance letter in, like, August. Yeah, but, like... When she was 11. A month of research for Hermione Granger versus, like, 11 years of research for Ron Weasley? That's about the same thing. That's about the same thing. Sure. Yeah. However... Yeah. My statement stands is that she couldn't indoctrinate herself for 11 years. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Pokemon. We're here to talk about Pokemon. Detective right. Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Yes. Not just Pokemon in general. Though we could. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I was thinking about it, and then I was like, okay, so is the entirety of the game of this Pokemon Go just, like, walk around, catch things, and battle? It's whatever you want it to be. Is there a story? No. Josh, the goals that you set for yourself are yours alone. Okay, but, like, I feel like that this is, like, a next-gen... Pokemon. Like, this might not be the best starter game then. Like, you have to understand a little bit of the world, and then you can be like, great, I just want to live in this world kind of thing. This is just my theory. So, so you want you want red or blue? I think I might. I need, I need a little bit of a story. I don't think you should start with yellow. Okay. Because that first gym battle is really hard with the Pikachu, and I don't think you're ready to just, like, hang out until you have a Butterfree. But I need the detective. Well, he's not a detective in that. Oh. There is just a Detective Pikachu game. Yeah, which I know is like a side game. Which you asked me questions about, and I had incorrect knowledge on. Oh, okay. Because once a child explained to me what it was who had played the game. I've uh -huh. not played Detective Pikachu. Okay. But they explained to me what the game was. And as it turns out, the kid did not understand what that <laughs> game was about. Uh, I've watched a couple videos uh -huh. on it now, so I kind of have some of the, the details. See, see, that worries me. Okay. Because you can watch a video from a, a fan of Pokemon. Uh-huh. And they'll probably give you a pretty decent insight. Okay. But if they're a hater of Pokemon... He was not. Okay. Uh, so, uh, watch the, uh... It's always worrisome. Easter eggs and the Easter eggs video from Mr. Sunday Movies, who had his editor who is a giant Pokemon fan. All right, Kylie, let's attempt to get this this train on the track here. It's on the track. I'm Great. ready. I'm so focused. You got an inquiry of the half-squared Fortnite over there? Yeah, of course. Okay, what is it? What's the best video game movie? Uh, Detective Pikachu. Okay, besides before this. Before the breakthrough. <laughs> um... Okay, so can we define this really fast for me? Yeah, based on a video game. Based on a video game, not like a Wreck-It Ralph, which yeah. is a video game movie. Not Tron. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. There are, there are some great ones here. Are you looking at the highest grossing? Nah, I'm just on Google. We could play that game. Oh, let's do that instead. Okay. Here, let me get it for you. none of these are great. All right, you should, you should close your phone. Stop thinking. Oh, okay. Uh... If I if I had to pick, I was probably gonna pick War War Warcraft. I guess. Warcraft. Wow, really? I guess. I mean, Mortal Kombat's not good, but I like watching it. Wow. It's not a good movie, though. Neither is Warcraft. No, it's not. 
seen enough of the Resident Evils to pick which one that the I like. Evils? Evils? The Resident Evils? Yeah, you know. Alright, video game adaptation. Josh, whenever you are ready. Alright, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna, do we just want to redo this? No, let's okay. go. This is all in the podcast? It's all in. I'll, okay. I'll chop around as best as I can. Alright, uh, so number, uh, number, I don't know, it's in there somewhere already, Detective. Ten. Great. Oh, ten? Yeah. Okay, how many Resident Evil movies do I need to be guessing? One. Resident Evil. One. No. Uh. You can't give me a number, Josh. I need a word. Shoot! I don't know all the subtitles. <laughs> um. I'll give you a hint of the subtitle. Is it? Is it one that's called like Afterlife or something? Oh, very good! You got it. Yeah! Look at me. Uh, okay, what are we at there? What number is that one? Number eight. Number eight. Okay, I've got eight and ten so far. Yep. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Number six. Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Absolutely not. Okay, great. Get out of here. Okay, sorry. I mean, listen, bad movies make money. Doom? No. Uh, uh... No no one went and saw Doom. Who knows? The Rock's in it, man! Is that Kyle MacLachlan? Not Dune. Oh, okay. Doom. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, Tomb Raider. More specific. Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider. More specific. One. Okay, that's number one. (laughs) That's good job. (laughs) The other one's like I want to call it Book of Secrets. Tomb Raider two. Cradle of Life. Cradle of Life. Great. Number seven. Uh, is Alicia Vikander? Number- okay. Other movies, period. But yes. Okay. For the time. At Warcraft? Did Warcraft make it on there? No. Oh, okay. This is domestic. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, China. <laughs> Super Mario? He, they, they did not make this list? Nope. Great. Perfect. Okay. Um... Is Rampage on there? Number three. Oh, okay. All right. Kind of a video game movie, alright. Uh, oh, there's a Max Payne game! Is Max Payne there? Nope. Dang it. Alright, um... You're missing three. You're missing number five, number four, and number two. I may... Oh, number two, <coughs> even. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you want a hint. Are there other Pokemon movies on there? Yes. Okay, so Pokemon the first movie. Very good! Number five. If there's still more Pokemon movies on See, there? Pokemon the first movie I don't necessarily consider a video game adaptation because at that point it's just an adaptation of the anime, which that... is an adaptation of the video game. So if you keep going down the line, it eventually is an adaptation of a video game. However, I can't just play the video game, go to this, and be like, I'm bored with everything. That is why I also didn't think of the animated Pokemon movies because they were because I knew they were based on a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, is there other Pokemon movies on there? Nope. Okay, so I need two and eight? Yep. Or is it two and seven? 2016 and 2010. 2016 mm. and 2010. Okay. Mm. Do, do I own any of these? Do, 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 I, do I secretly love these movies? No. Okay. Uh, I know that, there's one that you haven't seen. Is Assassin's Creed on there? No, it's number 11. Oh, okay. We just... Okay kicked it out <laughs> good job <laughs> you did your job there detective pikachu uh one i haven't seen and one i don't like is that what you said one i know that you haven't seen i you don't like any either of these oh, okay great I, you i just know you don't like either of these is it a 
Is it a cartoon? Are either of them cartoons? One. Oh. We have to do an episode on the sequel. Of Angry Birds? <laughs> Angry Birds is on this list? Yeah, number two. Who, number two? <laughs> Who saw Angry Birds? I did. <sighs> For Eugenio? <laughs> no, he wasn't in that. Uh. There was a time where I let other people pick what movie I go to, and some people did not want me to actually go see good movies. I didn't make you see Angry Birds, though. That's not who I was talking about. Okay. I right. have other people in my life. I mean, fair. All right, number four, whitewashing. Oh, that stupid Scarlett Johansson movie. Um, what is it called? I saw this stupid movie. Mm, I don't remember the name of this movie. They're spooky. Ghost. Ghost. I want to say recon. That's not right. Ghost. He might, like, see these by the sea on the sand. Ghost beach. And you might collect them. or hold Ghost them. in the shell. Ghost in the shell. No, that's based off an anime. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! What are you doing? <laughs> that was so rude! That was so rude! It was good, though! Okay, so whitewashing, not ghost in the shell. Oh, man, I got so excited about it. Um, oh, what other... Oh! Ah! Air... No, Airbender is also not based on a video game. There's so much whitewashing in Hollywood, and this is not narrowing it down. Um, okay. Whitewashing based on a video game. Street Fighter. Street Fighter here? I don't know, they might have... They, they, I don't know if they might watch that movie. I like keep it pretty clean okay. because there's a bunch of people from different parts of the country, of Fair. the world. And they could put Jean Claude in there and call it a day. Not Street Fighter. No. Okay. Well, I need some more hints. Well, it's from 2010. Remember, it was 2016 or 2010. So Street Fighter is just a ridiculous choice. <laughs> so you're at 2010. Um. Like, it feels like they were trying to make a live-action version of a Disney animated classic that they are going to, that they've remade into a live-action version of it. Are there lions? No. Are there... Well... (laughs) That's a good question. Are there Aladdins? Okay, so think of Aladdin... Is there a genie? No. Oh, okay. It's it's essentially a live action remake of Aladdin. Kazam? No. What? What? Kazam? No. It's a live action remake of Aladdin. I know. Keep going. No bad. No genie. Oh, 2010. <laughs> I don't know what this movie is. Time travel. Time travel. It has time travel. What is this movie, Kylie? Prince of Persia: Sand of Time. Oh my. <laughs> God, stupid Prince of Persia! Sands of Time. That's a video game? Yeah. Oh, that is a Disney movie, too. Oh. Yeah, they were trying to get that, that pirate's money. Oh, Jake. Whitewashing. Yeah. Jake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I got you there. Yeah. Ben Kingsley in, is in it. Listeners, Gemma. I'm... Gemma Ariton? Gemma? Gemma Atherton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's sure. also in it. Yeah, great. She also plays not a white person. Gretel herself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> this has been our thoughts on Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. 
<laughs> Friends, if you want to tell us what is the best video game movie, Kylie, you didn't answer the question. Oh. Before Detective Pikachu? Yes. It's yeah. probably one of the Resident Evils. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the fourth one. I don't think W.S.A. Anderson was involved. There you go. Sounds good. Friends, if you want to tell us what's the best video game movie, you can do so at Friend of Oh, no. Podcasts. I know my answer. What is it? You don't like this film. Okay. It's fine. It's the 2018 Lord Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah, that was boring. Uh, I was fine with it. Yeah, okay. It was Fair like... To me, it's just like, yeah, it was boring, but it seemed like the least egregious, like, thing ever. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather be bored to death or, like, pain to death? Warcraft. I'll just watch (laughs) stupid Warcraft. Ben Foster's doing something bonkers. I don't have the patience for... Give me, give me bonkers, Ben. Give it to... Oh, I have no connection to the game whatsoever, like... That's okay, it's a prequel. Yeah. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave us a five-star review or any star review, as well as hit that subscribe button. Pika pika! You can also, that helps us get more listeners. Also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. And on with the show. We have some friends here. We do have some friends here. Would you like to introduce them? Okay, so this is uh, a Psyduck. It is. And the Psyduck is, um, this is all new information for me, uh, is resting on, oh man, you've told me the name of this fox creature like three times. It's white with, uh... Yeah, but with, it's not usually white. Oh, it's not, it's usually a fire fox, uh-huh. but it's an ice fox right now. Yeah, because it comes from the Aloan Islands, and I don't think we were ready to deal with the Aloan Islands in this movie, so we didn't. Is it an Aloha? No. I don't remember what this one's called. Vulpix. It's a Vulpix. So we got oh, a Psyduck right now Vulpix. Wait, do you want to, do you want to squeeze, squeeze its paw? Okay, maybe not that paw. That's helpful. That's very helpful. <laughs> I can figure it out. No, Psyduck, you're gonna fall now. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, and then there's a penguin one back here, which you called like rubble? No. Um, <laughs> so, b- penguin? I don't remember. Pip plop. Pip plop. Pip plop. Oh, pip plop. Pip plop. Pip plop. Do you want to squeeze its hand? Oh, man. Okay. Don't <laughs> fall, Psyduck. <laughs> oh, I like this one. I don't have sounds for Psyduck or Snubble because their computer wasn't working the day that I got them. So I'm going to have to go back and get them. Will they open them up? Yeah. They'll remove the stuffing and oh, then they'll shove oh, it in. Psyduck! And there's a Snubble over here. Yeah. Uh, and then you're holding the detective. Are you more okay with Snubble? I was never not okay with Snubble. It just thinks Snubble threw shade. He's not throwing shade. He's, he's legit throwing he shade. He just has resting angry face. Yeah, resting shade face. He's not throwing it. Okay. And then Charlie just joined the mix because he was jealous. <laughs> Here's my Pikachu. Or my Pokemon. He's a good Pokemon. No! Don't <laughs> knock over Psyduck! Good Pokemon. <laughs> he is a good Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he just took down an opponent. Yeah. Good job, you won. This Psyduck's mine now. What? No, what? She, my Pokemon won! He's gotta go through all my other Pokemon. Well, okay, he's doing pretty well. That's not how trainer battles work. Yeah. If you lose, you don't lose your Pokemon. All I know is that Team Rocket wants the other one, so I yeah. think that's how it works. Well, don't lose Team Rocket then! Wasn't planning on it. Alright, Kylie. Yes. This is your, drive this ship. Here we go. Yeah. Talk about your movie. Okay. We went, we watched it. I watched it twice in one day. You did, true story. Good times. Yeah. Oh, expectations. Yeah. Um, I was super worried about this film. Okay. But I played it cool. Being like, because like all I did for like mm, 
six months was just be like, don't worry, the detective's coming. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, the detective's here. Or the detective's almost here. Um, and then eventually I was just like, the week leading up, I was like, what if this is bad? What if this is just a bad movie? Because, yeah, video game movies aren't good. And then I was really worried that it was just gonna be like, fan service the movie. Which, in some ways, maybe it is. But you know what? I mean, so was Endgame, so... Everything is. Yeah. If everyone's a fan, is there fan service anymore? Okay, so I'm bummed that I listened to the Blank Check episode before we recorded this, because this was literally one of my takes on, on it as well, which is similar to what they say, which is, I think that because geek culture, nerd culture has taken over that, like, servicing the fans is just servicing your audience. Like, so yes, there are moments of fan service, but I think the only time that they work poorly is if they don't serve a story. And so while, yes... Whoa, when he's singing the Pokemon theme song? I will say (laughs) it serves his emotional story. So it's... I don't know why he knows that (laughs) song, but... It's it's a killer jam. Yeah, is it just, like, number one in... in, (laughs) Rhyme Town? Rhyme City. City? Rhyme City? Yeah. Is it Rhyme? Yeah. Okay. It's like grime, but rhyme. Okay. So I don't think it's spelled rhyme like rhyming. Words. No, it's not. It's like R-Y-M-E. Yeah. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Um, And I think... So, like, the Pokemon games... I... The Pokemon games themselves don't take place in our world but it always seems like a version of our world because like in the one that I'm playing right now I'm in France but I'm not really in France but like instead of the Eiffel Tower there's, no, there's an Eiffel Tower a giant Jigglypuff statue no there's an Eiffel Tower it's oh, white okay. though it looks a little bit different oh. but anyway, like yeah like like yeah does it secretly turn into a legendary Pokemon can you like throw a ball at it and catch it that would be a real shocker, wouldn't it? Oh, man. I want this to happen. <laughs> it's like Carmen Diego, but with, like, Pokemon instead. It's so, like, I, w- for this, I've always, when I was thinking, watching this, I was like, so does this take place in our world somewhere? And I've decided that it's in California. Oh, okay. Final thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, one, everyone has an American accent, except okay. for Ken Watanabe. Right. Ken Watanabe is the only person who... Does not have an American accent. Two, yeah. it just looks like like there's an Americanized kind of feel to it, yeah. especially with the clothing and yeah. the culture and everything. So I've decided America. Okay. <laughs> and then I went for Cali because it's sunny. Oh, okay, but <laughs> but also it's kind of dark and and grimy. And, oh, okay, and dirty. Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> But not at the end of the film. That's kind of bright and sunny and there's a parade. Okay, Philadelphia. I don't know what you want, Josh. Maybe New York? No, maybe a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. America. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's like it just folded into a sandwich. (gasps) It's like a quesadilla. (laughs) This is America. Great, we've done it. Um, Yeah, but uh, I, I was... I was a little bit worried. I was on board with how much uh, Ryan Reynolds was into all of it. And yeah. I was like, well, I guess if if Detective himself is into it, I guess we all should be. There you go. Uh, <laughs> he took this with the utmost sincerity that... Except for one line. Well, oh. <laughs> well, when you... Yeah. But, like, this is before the movie. Like, just, like, seeing him promote everything, he was like, yeah, I am the detective. No, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And we're yeah. all like, yeah, you are. 
And I'm like, perfect, Lively. <laughs> I think you, this is an act, right? What's an act? Their relationship? <laughs> no. Oh. Like, his promotions. No. no I think it's real. I think he really legit didn't pick up his children <laughs> from school. <laughs> I think it's real. Oh, gosh. There hasn't been a news junket about it. You didn't realize that that Ryan Reynolds is Daniel Day-Lewis, like, levels of committed to his parts? He just did a voice. Yeah, no, he had to become <laughs> Pikachu. Like, whenever his children tried to, like, touch him, he would, like, shock them. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, had a, he had a bug zapper. Yeah. I'm a Pikachu. <laughs> like Blake Lively we had to coax him into bed every night and then be like here's the we're gonna put the pokeball here you don't have to stay in it it's fine come on over pika pika yeah <laughs> she's trying to like Ryan we gotta pay the bills he's like pika pika <laughs> the detective doesn't make money he, do he solves his crimes for free yeah there you go but then also then, when I saw that Psyduck was going to be, like, first build, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. Listen, it was kind of like your own pun. <laughs> I just want you to know It this. was unintentional. It was kind of funny. <laughs> um, my expectations for Detective Pikachu was that it was a movie. It was going to be That it was going strange. to be different. <laughs> I don't think that I had any real expectations. I just wanted to enjoy the movie and I wanted to finally be able to engage with this property that has been out there in the world that I've not been engaged with. And so that it's finally coming to, not that it had to do this, I never needed it to do it, but like it was finally coming to meet me on my terms, which is come to a cinema and let me see what you want to present and then I'll see if this is a property that I would like to engage in or not. And it's a weird entry point from what I understand because this game is a side game. It's not actual, like, what Pokemon is. But it entices all of that nostalgia of Pokemon fans. So they're like, oh, I'll go see it. And because it's not necessarily so de steeped in, like, the mythology of, like, all the... You know, that it's just like, yeah, let's go see that Ryan Reynolds thing. I think that it is a good entry point for those reasons. Because you don't have to know everything about the world, nor are you going to sit there and feel like you're just watching an origin story. It doesn't feel like you're watching the first three episodes of the anime, you're right. Yeah, like, you know. You just have to listen, they'll explain it. It's kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> I just want to ask my questions. Um, <laughs> they're that gonna, being they're said, gonna leave you questioning for exactly ten seconds before yes. they answer the question. That being said, I expected it to be a good time, no more, no less. And I will say my expectations were met. Yeah. So, Josh. Yeah. What's up? Where do we start? Where what do, we, do we, what start? we talk about with this film? Can I? Can I start with my like? I, I have a one sentence take on this movie that yes. I think explains where I'm at really simply with this movie. Okay. In 1990, uh, a film was released in the theaters called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it was relatively well-ish received, uh -huh. but most people just went, the hell is that? And all the children of the world and all the comic fans of the world were like, yeah, that. That was great, everybody. 
I feel like this is that. Version. This is that for the for the people who are not aware of what Pokemon is for the quote unquote adults of this world now who are like, what is this? And I I don't think it's a bad movie, but I don't think that it does a very good job at all of indoctrinating someone into this universe. I don't really like that world, <laughs> that word. Sorry, it doesn't do a very good job at all of enticing. welcoming somebody in the universe or enticing somebody to go further. I think you're either on board with what this movie's doing or you're not. Mm-hmm. And the filmmaking and the acting and the storytelling and the general film itself, I don't think does anything here or there to sway you one way. And I think that, well, like, it was interesting when we watched it together, you were like, oh, they're just going to go into it. Like, yeah. you should know things. And I was like, no, they're about to explain something. But, <laughs> like, it's like five minutes and they explain this much of, like, everything you need to know. But I guess, like, that's the issue that I, not issue, that, but that's what I felt like in there is I was like, oh, I know that there is a huge amount of knowledge mm-hmm. and they're only going to give me a nugget of what I need to understand this story, which is, I guess why I felt like, Oh, we're just running. Yeah. We're like, you're either keeping up or you're not. Well, putting it in rhyme city also like as someone who played the games, but did, never played detective Pikachu rhyme city is also a new concept for me. And so when they're like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And so like the amount of things that you actually need to know about Pokemon, like decreases like significantly when you no longer need to know this, that, the other. Yeah. I think that another thing they do to try to help with making it feel like it's for a wider audience is by choosing Detective Pikachu and choosing the path that they did, they'd taken almost... They, 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 they set the beginning part of this film in a noir setting. They're using detective stereotypes. They're using this, this very classic style of film. They're referencing films such as The Third Man, which is very obviously referenced in here. They're referencing Blade Runner. They're using a lot of these. They're even referencing home Roger Alone. Rabbit. Yes, there's an openly Home Alone reference to Home Alone referencing old school film noir films. So so they use all these elements of noir, I think, to help bring in a, a, an, a bigger cinematic audience. One of my issues with that, though, is I personally believe, and we can get more into this when we get to the spoiler section, um, they drop it. They, they start out really consistent with, like, telling a noir detective story. And then, I don't know, about halfway through, their their story makes them leave their setting. And even when they get back to their main setting, they then kind of drop all of the, the elements of lighting and cinematography and the kind of real tactile nature of what they're doing. They go outside and they're like, nah, that's done with. Now we're in action film. Yeah, and, and they kind of like, they use this bigger, brighter set piece at the very end of the movie that to me is, I don't know, it's the weakest section of the movie for me. Um, but we can get to that when we get to spoilers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, overall it's good. It's, I don't, I don't know, I didn't, I, I found myself laughing, I found myself related to the characters, it did make me want, like, me personally, but, but I think, I'm gonna say this, I don't think the film made me personally want to go find out more about this. I think the fact that 
I have a friendship with somebody who loves it, and this was a good entry point into it to be like, great, what is the rest of this world? Because I still have a bunch of questions about how this works and how the society works and what the crap is going on. Okay, Josh, line them up. Okay, so... I just... I feel like I've asked some of these, but, like, I just don't understand this world where, like... So, in this movie, not a spoiler, because it's set up very, very early, that there is Rhyme City, which exists as a world where we're, like, buds. We're buds with our Pokemon, and we no longer fight them. But then, like, there's still underground fighting? Yeah. But, like, that's cool. I mean, it's illegal, but it happens. Okay. But, like, why are we setting up that the, the basis of this franchise, that everybody knows, the battle part, is illegal? Because the internet. Wait, what? Okay, so, with the original video games, you go, you're a Pokemon trainer, you catch Pokemon, and you go to battle. Right. And we've kind of, we've compared it to, like, a sports analogy. Yes. Okay, it's sports. It's the sports of Pokemon world. Um... And what has happened, and then with the animes, you know, we bring it in a little bit more. And generally, people who are fans of the games go in to be fans of the anime. People who haven't played the games watch the anime and go like, oh, this is just dogfighting. And then the internet continues to just, like, expand that thought. Okay. Okay? And when you're, when you're playing the game, from, like, myself personally, and I'm sure that there were others, when you're playing the game, essentially what ends up happening is the Pokemon is first and foremost. So when you're playing it, you feel like you're that Pokemon. So it no longer feels like I'm just, like, throwing an animal in there to go fight. Okay. I've become the animal. Okay. And so it's, like, Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm controlling this character. And I guess there is that layer that is missing in when you're adapting this mm -hmm. game. Because... So when you put this on screen yeah. and you are no longer... You are no longer the fighter, quote-unquote. Right. And you're watching it, you go, uh-oh, I, I see. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's where some of the disconnect comes from. It's kind of like when you're playing Super Smash Bros. and you throw Pikachu off the edge. Like, it's all just... <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, because you're Donkey Kong and you're really tired of getting zapped. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and so... Things like PETA have used Pokemon and, like, to be, like, against violence against animals. And I agree with this opposite of violence against animals. But these comments being made about, like, a lot of, like, the things about Pokemon. And I agree, like, as an adult now, I kind of look at it and I go, like, there's something a little fishy here. Yeah. But they take it to such an extreme level that it's similar to... How they take Disney properties and they're like, nope, Beauty and the Beast, Stockholm Syndrome. And they... And that's just simplized. So, sim it's too simplistic. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, like, what, like, I was like, okay, we're gonna put on the anime, episode one. <laughs> we're gonna have that baller ending. <laughs> and, it's a good ending. And maybe it's... Josh will begin to understand that it's a friendship. And I, and I think that I did. <laughs> and, like, that was one of the things that, where, like, the anime itself was more helpful than this in because like I understood that through Pokemon Detective Pikachu that there is a strong connection between the Pokemon and its owner for lack of a better word the, their words are trainer and this is, it's more like a partner right but they always say like your Pokemon so uh, they they avoid the word owner <laughs> yeah 
very specifically, but, but also... But you make them work with you in the coffee shop. Yeah, and, like, that's why I didn't want to use the word trainer, is because they're not... You're not, they're not a bunch of Pokemon trainers. They're just peeps with Pokemon. You are going to work your way if you want to stay here. <laughs> Earn your living. That's right. Which I like in some ways, I guess. <laughs> that make these animals work for you. It's, it's strange enough. But you're working alongside with yeah, them. Yeah, you're working w- alongside them. So I understand that there is more of a connection and that it's more like they want to do this for you. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense to me. Especially if the game or the concept would be like, you have one. There's this one. It's your bud. It does some battle for you. Or like you can have like two or three. But like... What about all those ones that are, like, just hanging out in your computer that you never look at ever again? Oh my gosh, okay, so the PC. (laughs) Here's, so, the anime does this better than the game does, because in the game it's, like, actually very cold feeling. Yes. But here's what I believe. Because, like, it gets transferred to your PC, which in quotes is actually Professor Oak's PC. Okay. And so what I've always taken that as, and the anime shows, is that it goes to Professor Oak, and he, like, hangs out with it, and he, like... Like, they're a professor. He, like, studies it. He doesn't do experiments on right. it. But he, like, studies and he hangs out. And, like, when Ash calls Professor Oak, he's like, oh, do you want to talk to your muck? And he's like, yeah, and then muck's there and muck's great. And everyone loves muck. So, <laughs> great. It's a happy so, life. So I don't think it's just, like, a file sitting on a computer. That's good. And then, like, there's always, like, what's the Pokeball? Or, like, that's a great question. And I've always been like, do you want to make the Squirtle walk six miles with you today? Or do you want to carry him? Well, why does the Squirtle have to walk six miles with you today? Because we're walking. <laughs> we, <laughs> that's how Pokemon trainers get around. Why we we walk. a bike? Well, we ruined it. <laughs> Buy another one with our poke coins. It's really expensive. You gotta get a voucher. Um, I wish that Detective Pikachu would have found a way to go more in depth about that relationship. It's something that I'm interested in in terms of how this world works because I still think it's awkward in some ways that you're like, I have this creature, and my only comparison is my pet. Mm -hmm. And I get that that's what I'm saying, but like, For me to be like, I want to take Charlie with me everywhere, and then when somebody else comes up with their pet, it's like, let's battle till one of them passes out. I'm like, no, he's my cat. I don't want to do that. And what I was actually looking forward to, because I, with the plot, is that I was like, oh, well, Pikachu is going to show us that Pokemon themselves have a desire for things. And And Ryan Reynolds had a desire to solve a case. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I think that the anime has Meowth talk so that Meowth can actually share its inner thoughts. And so we also are like, right. we're like, oh, Pokemon have personalities and they have, they have self-efficacy and everything and they have self-actualization. So if they go and battle, it's because they want to battle. Right. Man, the anime is real. Like the anime listened to the internet and they were like, we'll fix it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Because, like, I think the self-actualization of the Pokemon is very important. And I get that, like, this is a really nerdy, heady conversation that we're having here at this moment. But I think it's really important to make this world work in terms of, especially if you're going to bring it up to a broader audience. Which is why I think it was super genius to, like, only have the battle section be a small section. Mm -hmm. Have it be, quote-unquote, underground the rest of your movie is legit a plot. And of... have Pikachu not get hit once. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, he fine. It's good. <laughs> Although, from what I understand, I think you've said this, <clears throat> if 
A Charizard's fire in his tail uh-huh. is put out. He dies. Charizard dead. Yeah. Maybe at one point someone tries to kill a Charizard in this movie. Justice Smith? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if he was going aiming for the, the flame or just the tail in general. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> What are your overall, I guess, trying to move past that, just like, let's take the movie for what it is, mm-hmm. and I think I will personally continue to still grapple with this idea, and I, if there are more, let me rephrase that sentence. And it's unfair for me to always be like, the anime, the game, the da-da-da, because right. this should stand on its own. But I think that with, like, the internet mindset of things, that's where it ha- like, that's where any defense stems from. Right, and I'm not saying that, like, there needs to be a defense. I guess I'm mostly just trying to understand, because even still, like, to take this back to the Teenage the Mutant... The biggest media source of all time! Yes, to even take this back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comparison, which I made, it is easy enough for me to look at that movie, and someone's like, why are there giant mutant talking turtles? And I'm Toxic like, voice! Ooze. <laughs> Done. Like it, 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 oh sorry, the ooze dumped on them and it made them this way. It's toxic waste. Why didn't and it like, just kill them? You you could ask that question. You can all just be like oh, magic, no. but like that's the answer of that the world has given. And I feel like this premise is like two layers deeper than the TMNT premise <laughs> and needs more explanation. Like it's a long elevator ride down there. So it's getting to this level where we're just starting here on the side quest. Makes sense, because it's just an adventure where you're introducing these characters. And once I know these characters in this world, I might be willing to dive in a little bit deeper. Now, if they do ever... I'm going to again rephrase that. When they make sequels to this movie, and when they finally go to adapt the Ash Ketchum storyline... Would we adapt... Oh, man. Here's the real question. Okay. Do we adapt Ash, or do we adapt Red? I think the answer is Ash. Yeah, but we all know how that goes. Do we? (laughs) Here's the reason why you do Ash. Because outside of that character, Pikachu, Uh Ash is your most iconic image. Yeah. And you can put that on screen and people... But what does the symbol stand for? I don't know, man. (laughs) I looked over here. I can't see his hat. Um... Are you the Pokemon he caught? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He caught a... Snorlax. He, he, great. Perfect. Um, <laughs> you said you liked him! Which one's Snorlax? Well, so Machamp is, like, trying to, like, move traffic along, because Snorlax is just sleeping in the Oh, the sleepy the guy! The sleepy gorilla? Yeah. On board with well, sleepy gorilla. Okay. He's what? not quite a gorilla. Well, you know. Yeah, it's what... It's like the beanbag that Ash has in his room. Love it. Yeah. Um, if... <laughs> sorry. When? Ash is... When? If when. when. When, you know. Ash is the most iconic character, and I I will say that I outside of Pikachu, I don't know his story. We could have a Professor Oak origin. I mean, that's three levels deep, okay? <laughs> it's like the Amazing Spider-Man. We'll that's have an anime solo movie. You adapt Pokemon Red, Blue, Emerald, and then you're like, here, fine. Professor Oak, get your own movie. But when they make more of these movies, they need to dive deeper into the lore and make it work. Because this one works because it's a specific relationship and story between two characters. um, And that's how this movie survives. What are your your thoughts? I think uh, I've talked a lot. 
So, Justice Smith uh-huh. is a person we've seen once before. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, you have a twicer? I have a twicer. What else did Not you see? Not only do I have a twicer, I got a twicer with a Pokemon reference. Ooh, I don't... Okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's an adaptation of a book, of a John Green book. It is known as Paper Towns. He's in Paper Towns. And he leads the segment where they're going to go through whatever adventure thing they're going to go do. And apparently, th- and I remember this after like hearing it, they sing the Pokemon theme song like jam themselves th- up. Paper Towns. Ugh. There we go. Ugh. <laughs> so Justice. Did you remember him from it? Once, I, once somebody said that he was in it, I was mm. like, oh, yes, I did remember him in it. So Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom uh-huh. is a film that was rough for all of us, but yeah. I think it was roughest for him. There was a good Brontosaurus moment. There was a moment. Yeah. Yep. And I thought, hmm, good. About the Brontosaurus? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, good, you're dying. Oh. I wasn't sad. Oh. Because I was like, this is how it should go. If we were on, if we were on the SATs, <laughs> uh-huh. is it Pokemon are to Kylie as dinosaurs are to Josh? Probably not. Okay. I was curious <laughs> if we made that correlation. No, because I don't just like everything with Pokemon in it. Neither do you. Yeah, I don't like everything with dinosaurs. It's just a helpful entry point. Your arguments sometimes are, because dinosaurs. <laughs> and I think that's what really, like, gets my goat. Yeah, but, okay, your argument to a div- would you have seen, okay, if this movie was, I don't know. Digimon? R- yes, like, the exact thing, but, like, Ryan Reynolds was a Digimon. Yes. Would you have been like, oh, okay, I'll see it. Yeah, let's go see it. Okay, what if it's a random thing? What like, if it's just a random movie? Like what? I don't know, like, Ryan Reynolds' voice is a cat. Sure. Okay, so you're on board. So it's not just the Pokemon which got you here. No. Okay. Detective Cat? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I want Detective Cat now. Yeah. Yeah. Detective Raichu? That's how we fix That's where we go. That's the sequel. Great. Love it. <laughs> Pokemon Detective Raichu. Justice Smith? Yeah. I was... I wasn't on board with him for a while. Okay. Um, and then I saw he was in this film, and I was like, here's your shot. Yep. We're lining it up again for you, bud. And I thought he actually did a pretty, he did a, a good job with I this. I agree. Um, and I, I appreciate that he felt like he was actually dealing with problems the entire way through the film. And it wasn't just when the film needed it. Like, he just seemed angry all the time until he's not angry. And I was like, yeah, this is how a person would be dealing with his father's death. Yeah. I think that they used it throughout the film nicely. I think that his character makes sense. I I've, I didn't, even in Fallen Kingdom, which I don't love him in. <coughs> that character is just all you do is scream. Yeah, it's scared. not his fault that that character isn't great. And so I was I was more than willing to give him a shot in this movie. I think he earned it. I, I really I like what he did in the movie. I'm not sure I don't I'm still not sure if I understand him as an actor or his persona very much, but like we'll give him more shots. He loves sure. Pokemon. He loves Pokemon. Well, yeah. He loves him now. Yeah. He did not love Pokemon in the beginning. 
Because they took his dad from him. I was worried Reynolds was going to be distracting in the sense of, okay, we have you doing a vocal performance. Like, great. Like, is this what you're good at now? Is being, like, Quippy Mitt Quipperson, who, like, just bumming around a movie, like, well, Josh, making we, jokes? We tried very hard to put him and make him a person. We did. We tried very hard to do other things. And we're really tired of it. Yes, fair. <laughs> um... He's not distracting, though I don't know if he's ever, for me, I don't think he ever uh, uh, transcends to becoming a character. I never lose the idea that it's Ryan Reynolds voicing this Pikachu. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, for most of it, he is just the joke machine Yes, that's helping to further the plot. There is one particular scene in between him and Justice Smith, and it's after they've gone and talked to Ken Watanabe, and they have, like, a moment heart-to-heart. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is a good moment. Yeah, absolutely. But not so much because of Ryan Reynolds, more so because of Justice Smith, but Ryan Reynolds doesn't hinder it. Yeah. And possibly helps it. Justice Smith does a good job of acting against nothing. nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I kept talking to you like, there's nothing there. Yeah. There was like a scene where he was in there with like three Pokemon and you're like, there's nothing. <laughs> He's all. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mime sequence did not annoy me. I thought that was going to happen. It did not annoy me. Start real fast. <laughs> uh, I do think... Here's something that I think is true about this movie. For me. The trailer folks put the best jokes in the movie. Not the best moments, but the best jokes of this movie are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And that then, then when they came up, they just fell a little flat for me. Because I was like, oh, I've heard this joke. I know this bit. They're also edited a lot better in the trailer, especially the yeah. Mr. Mime joke. Like that cut that they have in the trailer. I'm like, ooh, good cut. I agree. And then in the movie, you're like, okay. So director Rob Lieberman... Who Ghost, did Ghost, Goosebumps? Goosebumps and Gulliver's Travels and Monsters vs. Aliens, the animated film, and something else. I can't remember. I never remember what something else is. But he's fine as a director. It's his work doesn't hinder the movie. But as I said, I think there are some ideas at play at the beginning that he drops. I'm not sure it ever sets up really interesting angles and camera technique camera moves and like he's not using a visual medium all that well but i will say he does really well and i'm not sure how much of this is him or his or his effects team the pokemon themselves feel connected to the film yes they're very integrated into the world that they're there and so i very much appreciate how they're used well that's how like the jungle book book works it's like how well does this human character interact with the nothingness around him and with john favreau who's directing him? yeah that is what that's where the ups and downs of jungle book comes from yeah absolutely and so what i think at least what we can say and i know that justin smith is not a child (laughs) like the jungle book kid however i think that he had to probably give Justice Smith a lot of direction yeah. and help in order to feel integrated sure. with everything that's around happening yeah, yeah. around. And I think that CGI, uh, like I'm always so fascinated by how like CGI acting is because a lot of times we are looking at it. It's like, well, this is bad, and I'm also then like, there's nothing there. How do you act? Yeah. What do we do? And like, you need a director who has a strong 
And I think that Rob Lieberman has some <laughs> experience with the Gulliver travel because that's like mm-hmm. doing some weird stuff. And then like with the goosebumps of working with CGI and effects in order to make something somewhat cohesively stitched. And while I still might say that Goosebumps is probably the best movie he's ever made, I'm not going to say that that movie is any sort of great shakes <laughs> in terms of like cinematography or it things. The it's genre. Just, it's yeah, right. <laughs> it's just it's he gets good performances out of his actors. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that's really important in the style of film that he does. He's a very workmanlike director and I'm not trying to say that in like a backhanded type of way. I just I think that's what he is. He can get the job done, no more, no less. Um, I said to you in the movie for the very first half that I was like, I love the production design of this movie. And I did. It was calling back on a lot of the neo-noir and a lot of the, the classic elements of these like dirty, grimy city detective things. And it was lit really well. It looked beautiful. Like The production design of the movie is very strong. Um... I wish... Can I tell you a small little nitpick that I had? Mm-hmm. Opening scenes of the movie. We start out with a scene where... Not a spoiler. This character's in the trailers, right? Cubone? No. There's a scene before Cubone. Pikachu? Mewtwo. Oh, if it's the opening scene, go for it. Okay. Um, it's the very opening scene, <laughs> and we're in this, like, science lab... <laughs> And Mewtwo's there, and he breaks out, and then we see a car crash. Yeah. So, like, I remember when the trailer came out, and everyone was like, Mewtwo's in this. And I was like, huh. And then, like, when it's the opening scene, I was like, oh, okay, it's, I guess it's fine that they told us. Yeah, right. Because, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, man, I hope that's not a big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I very much thought I was going to be off board of this movie from that opening scene. I know that opening scene is less than two minutes long, but it felt very cartoony. It felt very like Nickelodeon movie kind of level of movie. And I was worried about what I was sitting in here for. And then after those, and it's a very nitpick, but after those first two minutes, we kind of go into a scene where... Jessa Smith and Cab Driver from Deadpool are trying to catch a Cubone. And that I really liked. That I was like, hey, we're on board. We're doing something here. I didn't choose me. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like how it set up the rules, set up what rules we needed. It was good. That was a good scene. But just, it starts out a little rough. And so if you're, just get past that one scene. Because they actually bring that scene back in a really helpful way later in the movie. But it, it's a it's rough table start. setting. Yes. And when I saw it, that's essentially the opening of Pokemon, the first movie. And I was like, oh no, we just made Pokemon the first movie. And I feel like this movie in a lot of ways pays direct homage to the first movie, even using Mewtwo. And I think it's referenced that that Mewtwo is like 20 years old, which is about the time that movie came out. Well, there's only one Mewtwo. Okay. Okay, so legendary Pokemons, there's only one of them. Okay. They're legendary. Right. <laughs> so. How do they make more? Legendary Pokemon? Yeah, like, if they're like, was there like a Mewtwo and it's like, I want to have a kid. Yeah, clone him. Oh, he can't, there's not like a Mrs. Mewtwo out there anywhere? No, there's one Mewtwo. Okay, but like Mewtwo aside, because I know Mewtwo is a clone of a Mew. Okay. What about other legendary Pokemon? Are no. they also all clones? There's only one. 
how they exist. They just do. The ooze. <laughs> <laughs> do they like evolve into it? Um, they're just the most, they're like, legendary Pokemon are some of the most powerful Pokemon, and so like, their metabolism will just go on forever. Psyduck is not a legendary Pokemon. He's legendary to me. <laughs> Psyduck is. There's a lot of Psyducks in Pokemon Go right now, because uh -huh. they're fe heavily featuring all the Pokemon that appear in the movie. It was, how was, how was your feeling on making Psyduck... Like, number two Pokemon. The correct choice. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, is he, a, is he, like, a fan favorite Pokemon? Is he, is he deserving of the number two spot? Psyduck has a very interesting just culture with Pokemon fans of, like, you know, when you see a Psyduck, you might not be like, that's my favorite Pokemon, but, like, you're like, I get it. Okay. Like, like. He has a personality that has been created from fans. Okay. That they can show in this movie fairly easily. Like, he's just a stressed out duck. Yeah. But he has other cultural connections, such as, like, he's in some memes that represent, like, being stressed or anxious about stuff. And so, like, we're like, ah, oh, Psyduck. We get it. <laughs> I think he's represented really well. He's um, my Discord picture. Your what? <laughs> Discord's, like, a... Thing you can talk on oh, okay. and video games use it um he is well, it, given a personality in this movie and he's matched with a reporter that like it like he like his so like she's trying to be all cool and everything about yes. stuff but then Psyduck shows how she's truly feeling that's nice. Dying like on that. the inside yeah, I like that a lot stressed <laughs> screaming yes. into the nothingness they give him a personality and I don't think they do that with very many of the other Pokemon. Um, I don't, even, like, the Snubble, which we see as Ken Watanabe's buddy, mm -hmm. like, we just get it growling a couple times, and then Ken Watanabe pets it. It's like, good Snubble. And that's pretty much that Snubble's character. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess for me, even with Pikachu, and with there's a reveal later in the movie where we find out that, like... I don't think we know Pikachu's personality at all, really. And we can put a pin in that until we get to the spoiler section. That's fine. If we're going to do a spoiler section? Yeah. We're like an hour in already. Right, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> um, overall, this movie's fine. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't know if I would love it, but I'd watch it again. Is it the best Pokemon movie you've seen? Sure. It's the only Pokemon movie I've seen. We did it, everyone. Number yeah. one. There you go. Should I just rank Pokemon movies because I watch them now? Yeah. Great. Are you going to watch them? Sure, why not? What, when I get to them in the series, I'll be like, where does this one go? It goes at the end of Indigo League. The first one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you still got a while. Don't worry. ways to go. Yeah, well, yeah. technically, at, at some point, you can just put it in anywhere. But, like, it's the end of Indigo League. All right. It's like the, the finale? Kind of. Okay. But then we got to start season two, which uses the theme song part two. How many episodes? Wait, there's only, there's only, wait, what? Wait, so wait, you mean the end of season one, not uh -huh. the end of the show? No, the end of Indigo League. What? Okay, so like, you know how like basketball works, right? Like yeah. you're in a league uh -huh. and then you go to the playoffs. Okay. Okay. And then the next year you reset and do the same thing. Well, no, you, you play, okay, maybe you're like in college. Okay baseball okay okay 
and that's Indigo League. Okay. And then you go to the Miners. Okay. Minor League. Sure, yeah. And that's the next one. Okay. And then you go to the ML Major League, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. And that's like the next one. And then you go to a post 2010 Olympics, and you're in the Olympics now. <laughs> so there's different names to these series? There's essentially b- different regions, and each region has different gyms and gym leaders and Elite Four that you defeat in order to be the best Pokemon master. So they just keep renaming their show? Well, yeah, we gotta keep adding Pokemon, so we gotta go to a different region. Why don't we just call it Pokemon and then just, like, keep having seasons? What would we do after we fought the Elite Four? You have another season! And he just goes and does it again? Isn't that essentially what he does anyway? No, he goes fights different Elite Fours! It's the same thing! <laughs> this would be like, literally, you're like... You gotta keep selling toys! You gotta keep making okay, them! Okay, but this would be like, if like, oh yeah, at the end of season one of Friends, now we got the show Buddies! And then Amigos! And then Pals! No, you have season one, season two, season three, season four! Like, why do you have to rename it? That's what animes do. <laughs> like, with Power Rangers, like, it makes a tiny bit of sense. It's still frustrating, but tiny bit, I guess. <laughs> oh, they're cars, turbo, oh, they went to space, they're dinosaurs, ninjas. I guess fine. I guess it's similar there. Just saying. You know, season two of Buddies. So what a- okay, okay, I'm with you, I understand. Okay, here we go. Spoilers, 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 spoilers! We're gonna spoil this movie now! Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers! Here it is, spoiler time! Turn off your podcast, cause spoilers are coming! Psyduck, 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 Snubble! Spoilers! Ryan Reynolds is dad. Pikachu's his dad. Pikachu's his dad. That's what I'm saying when I say that, like, we don't know this Pikachu's personality. No, we just know that he's a good friend. We know that Ryan Reynolds' dad is a good no, friend. No, we know Pikachu's a good friend. Pikachu's really willing to give up its body so that Ryan Reynolds' soul can live inside is of it. Is he, or did Mewtwo make this decision for him? No, because Mewtwo respects Pokemon. Is there a conversation? I think that Pikachu's passed out when it happens. No, Pikachu goes Pika Pika, and then he's like, all right, I'll do it. Okay, and then he puts him Fair in. enough. Fair enough. Good Pikachu! Alright, good Pikachu. But we don't know his personality. Is Charlie gonna let your soul enter his body? Oh, heck no. <laughs> yeah. That cat's gonna eat me. <laughs> uh. And those are my thoughts on Detective Pikachu. <laughs> These are spoiler-filled thoughts. Yeah. Um, I just, that that's all I was saying. is like, we know the character of Dad. Henry. Just Henry Goodman. Henry Goodman. Probably a good man. Not sure, though. He does... He uh, he helps bring that Mewtwo into life. After he caught it. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's a good man. I don't know about Henry. I think that Henry made a mistake. Yeah, true And sure. then he was like, oh, let me fix this. And that's why Mewtwo bothers to save him. Right. I was just saying that, like... I, we know the character that we get as Detective Pikachu is not a Pikachu as much as a person in a Pikachu's body. Yeah. What do you think of the weird end of this movie? So the act three is where it kind of really falls apart for me. Where we're trying to control people's brains. Yeah. And, and we're, we're trying like, to put people into Pokemon. And we're merging them into their Pokemon because 
reasons, but then we do nothing with that? Well, they're trying to do it because Bill Nye, he's like, well, humans, like, there's nothing else we can do. Humans are done evolving. But, like, some Pokemon evolved, and therefore we should be Pokemon. Because we can evolve as a species together. Which is then, like, don't worry, usurped very quickly. I wish instead of being a reveal that Bill Nye was the villain, they would have just explored that issue some more. Because it seems like this film at times wanted to be about evolution in some ways, but it just kind of gives it lip service. And I don't blame... I, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's in the script or if it's just how it was put together, but it doesn't seem to really want to explore that theme all that much. It, the theme it wants to explore is... I don't know, daddy issues? Which is fine. Like, that's a good theme, I guess. But it's nothing unique. Like, it's they both are struggling to figure out who they are, and they don't evolve as a person, for lack of a better word. They evolve as a team. They evolve as a team. They do. Work together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the third act of the me. film... I know it's my destiny. Oh, you're my best friend. In a world we must defend. Oh, the Pokemon theme song coming back. <laughs> it's important. It teaches it a lot of life lessons. The third act takes place in the bright daylight uh, in this weird parade where we're jumping around on Pokemon balloons that are spewing poisonous gas into the air. It's not poisonous, it's just magical. Well, I mean, it makes everyone, or all the Pokemon rage-filled. Yeah, A-poms. But then, so... To me, if you're going to do this idea that the people go into their Pokemon, I would have liked to seen more use of that in some way, shape, or form. Like, have Ken Watanabe voice the snubble for a little bit. Like, why is the... Because when they're there, like, because the reporter girl, she goes into the Psyduck, and all she can say is Psyduck, Psyduck, Psyduck. I guess I'm unclear on the rules. Because oh, you're right. Enough. Okay. Because that one can talk to Tim. So Tim has a special power. I think that Mewtwo just made it so that he could talk to his son, and that was it. Nah, that's not explained. No, but like he could, Tim's the only person who understands him. Right, which that I get. Mm-hmm. But then I thought that the movie said that the reason that happened is because there's a human inside that Pokemon, therefore Tim can understand it. And the other humans should be able to understand him. That was my thought. I think that it's the connection between fathers and sons. But then that should have been stated. Of father, should they have played the song, the father and son song? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You then would be like, oh, it makes oh, sense. Oh, it makes sense, yeah. They're fathers and sons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that was something that wasn't explained very well. I just um, want more with the idea, I guess. The other thing was like... I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was strange. Uh, my, all, my take was, oh, he's the son and that's why. Right. And that's all I had going for me. Yeah. No, and that's fine. I mean, it doesn't have to be more than that. I think... Something just needs to be explained there or, like, put there. Yeah, like, why is that the one Pokemon relationship that can have an actual conversation with this human? Well, maybe he's not, and maybe he just... He feels what his dad is saying, and that's why it comes across as, like... Oh, that moment. Sorry. <laughs> Finish your sentence, and then we can talk about one of my favorite and moments And that's in this movie. why he... 
can understand him because he's feeling what his dad's saying uh-huh. instead of listening to it. And that's where he... <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I'm just... Spitball in there. It's yep. good spitball. That's a decent spitball. Like, put that in college essay, spitball. Yeah, there you go. I do... One of my favorite moments in this movie that we haven't talked about the is... Bulbasaur's? The Bulbasaur scene where Pikachu is hurt. They strategize, though. They strategize. <laughs> Um, and there's this pack of Bulbasaurs that come out, and he's just like, you have to help me. And the reporter lady's like, they don't understand you. And he's like, but they can feel my feelings. And then my brain was like, wait, is this just Bulbasaurs? Is this the thing Bulbasaurs can do? No, Pikachu explains it earlier. Yes, yeah. Where he's like, they can't, we can't understand you, but we can understand your emotion. And so, like... That is something that I felt was really powerful, and that was a good way of showing something, not telling something. And I really appreciate that sequence because that helped me understand so much of what this world is, and that if these creatures are empaths, that makes sense to me as to why they want to be with humans and why they want to live in their world because they can emotionally support them and they can emotionally be there for them. I mean, I would love to know why the reporter had a Psyduck, like I wanted that story, or why Wantanabe picked a, 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 a Snubble. Like, I get that we can't give these backstories to everybody, but give them to one person. And this relationship that we see between Justice Smith and Detective Pikachu is so off-brand of what everyone else is. Like, how does the reporter pick the side up? Why Why is their relationship special? Like, I get that it's a foil for what her she is, but have they been together forever? Like, it was, this is what she was given as a kid? Like, did they meet in the woods? Like, what's the story there? And, like, if you tell me one naturally recurring story, then I can at least extrapolate that out to be other... to, to connect to others as well. I'm just being nitpicky on this movie because the, these are things that it's not great to me, but I was enjoyed it. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best video game movie. Yeah, fair enough. I, 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 not having played this video game, it makes me think that they're like, this video game doesn't have a ton of action. Yeah. And that, it's a lot of you just looking around for clues. It might be. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. The, the American voice of Pikachu in that game is a lot more unsettling than Ryan Reynolds. That's funny. Um... I think if there's any other thoughts that I have besides the third act not being great. I, I enjoyed I, the sequence where they break into the Mewtwo facility. I really like That's a good fun sequence. It's all the Psyduck. Psyduck's there. We're hanging out. I liked the relationship between Poco, Detective Pikachu and the Psyduck. Where, like, one of my favorite bits is where he's like, massage my paw. It's his foot. It's his foot. He's like, massage my foot. And he's like, no. And he's like, I'm getting stressed. He's like, oh my god. Uh, do you want me to explode? Uh, that was a good side up. It was a good side up. It was a good moments. Do you have any uh, final, final fun moments, final thoughts, final in general? Wrap up, detective. Your episode here. Your wonderful detective. <laughs> My episode. Yes. yes. We were gonna do this regardless of whether I was a fan. Well, probably. We were gonna do. It did a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Did it knock off Endgame? No. Okay. On Friday it did, but not. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, but I think like the Friday one also had the Thursday previews, and that's why it gave it its ump. Right. Um, but I think that I don't know. I think I don't want the detect. I don't need a detective Pikachu too. I mean, because it feels too messy as to explain why 
it sounds like Ryan Reynolds again. Unless Ryan Reynolds is a human there, and we're just it's just and that's just his Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like putting Ryan Reynolds back into the Pikachu would almost like <laughs> it would feel very ham-fisted. I've been trying to think of ways to do this. Not this this film's job to set up a sequel. It's this film's job to tell a coherent close story. loop. Close the loop. Um, I the film made like seventy something million dollars in its opening weekend, right? So like it's gonna have a sequel. And I talked to you about this in the parking lot. I was like, it's gonna happen. Like I know we you don't want it to happen, close loop. but it'll happen. So I was trying to think of ways to do it. And even if there is something that because he's a detective and like what if him and his son do something like if he gets caught up in a case where he's like maybe he's undercover and he's outed and he needs to still be able to protect his son but like he can't he can't like be himself then he has to go back into the pikachu to like be undercover so you're saying that he didn't pay back his bookie and now he's afraid of getting his kneecaps i mean it's not like that specific (laughs) like sorry but yeah the next one was called pokemon undercover pikachu like you know He's, he's got to dive into the world of the Pokemon. This Pikachu is too famous. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it. Okay. So, it's a it's a Pokemon crime, and since humans and Pokemon can't understand each other, the only, and the only witness to the uh, crime is... Uh, is a is, <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say it's a Pokemon. You can pick a different uh, one. And he's got to go back in. We got to save Psyduck. Yeah, got to save Psyduck. Search for Psyduck. No, I don't want that because then Sonic wouldn't be in the movie. I'm glad he didn't become a gold duck. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think I need evolutions of Pokemon. I just need the these ones. Well, Josh, evolutions are good too. Yeah, no, the giant tortoise. My yeah, friend. Some of them are good. The, I know that some of them are scary, but that's what growing up is. The torta? Is it called a torta? No, that is a Spanish uh, no. That's Spanish for turtle. <laughs> Tortoria? a sandwich. Tortuga? No, torta. Oh, torta. Mm, torta is a sandwich, <laughs> yeah. I think you're closer with tortuga. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah. We have weirdly similar rankings on this movie. Well, yeah. It's so weirdly... It's just it's for everyone. It's for everyone? It's for us all. Yeah. Josh, can you name all the Pokemon on the table? Uh, Psyduck... Piggly Pomp, Pig Pong, Penguin Thing, Snubble, Detective Pikachu, Firefox. I want to say Eevee, and that's 100% wrong. Uh, oh, wait. It's a Flareon. <laughs> Vulpix? Yeah, Vulpix. There you go. And, Brock uh, has a Vulpix. <gasps> who does? Brock! Brock has a Vulpix. What's a Brock? <laughs> Who's Brock? Oh no, we'll get there, Josh. Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yeah. Don't like him. Not Brock Lesnar. Alright, we're gonna play the Planet Hollywood game. This is perfect. Oh. This is absolutely perfect. Crap. It's named Detective Movies, isn't it? Okay, I have a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is name movies with talking animals. Air Buddies. Robin Hood. Stuart Little. Uh, Zootopia. Huh. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. From Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Did you say Detective Pikachu? No. There's no talking animals in that. They're animals! They're Pokemon. What's the difference? Wonder. I don't know. <laughs> this one has electricity powers. I mean, just because... Dude, don't touch a jellyfish. That's an animal. They're animals, right? I'm not, say, I'm not saying that begrudgingly. I'm saying, like, they're animals. No. They're Pokemon. They're pocket monsters. Okay, but we don't know if there are animals in this world. So, like, the word Pokemon could be, like, a synonym for animal, and that's all we know. They're Pokemon. To be fair, the Pokemon does not talk. Ryan Reynolds talks. Through the Pokemon. Yeah. Great, perfect. There you go. <laughs> Alright, friends, so if you want to join this conversation, <laughs> and why the hell wouldn't you? you Josh, can so can't disagree! At friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. We leave us a five star review or any star review, as well as hit that subscribe button. That, that helps us get more <laughs> listeners. Right there, that helps us get more listeners. You can also find us on the Twitters at DWT underscore podcast. The YouTube. Ducks Watch Together. The Tumblers. Ducks Watch Together. The Letterbox. WTT and Kylie Gallisher. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. Kylie. Quack, 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 quack.